Hello and welcome to Yerushalmi Brachas Daf Chavtes in the Ozohara print. I want to talk about the halachas of Avelis and some Shabbos and some comparative stuff, as well as a little bit of Agadat at the end. Um, the Gemara here is coming off of the Mishnah that said that um, Rabbi Gamliel's wife died, and also we're going to see that Tevi died as well, the famous servant. There's a lot to say with their very interesting parallel Gemaras. Um, and the Gemara says a couple of interesting things. So one of them is a Bryce of it says that an Avel and a Menuda that were walking on the road they're allowed to um, use their, their shoes. And we know this is actually brought down in Halakha that, for example, on uh, Tishbav or Yom Kippur, a person is not allowed to normally wear leather, but um, if they're traveling and they're trying to get somewhere on the road and they need it to protect their feet, it's actually allowed, which is probably Halakha Lamaisa. But when they, when they get to the city, um, they have to take it off. Now, the implication is that an Abel is not allowed to wear leather or shoes, which was basically leather back then, and also the Menuda, which is interesting that somebody who's in harem can't wear it. Now, this is not, this is actually being stated in the, in the Yerushalmi here, clearly, seemingly the way we read it. Um, and it's interesting to note because, uh, first of all, there's a parallel suga in Moid Katan, Chavdal, and Aleph, Ayin Sham, and there's a lot of discussion there. Um, but what's interesting is that Rashi over there says that the Gemara never talks about whether a Menuda has to do Ni'il Sassan. Well, Rashi leaves off that he's actually unsure whether uh, a Menuda actually does, according to the Bavli need. But you see explicitly that, that the Yerushalmi says explicitly, uh, in this brisa, that that Menuda does need um, to Neil uh, Sasan to take off his shoes. Another interesting R that we were talking about was that the Gemara says the Makom Lishal Tani. It's a brisa, and again, it's a Tosefta, like we mentioned many times. Tosefta actually is even more lengthy, but um, the brisa that we quote is Makom Shnagul Lishal Avelis Shabbos, and when they greet mourners on Shabbos, if that's the Minhag, then show them we we greet them, and Rachman um, Litzlan. The um, the Tosefta is actually in Pesachim, Perak Gimel, and it actually says, which is kind of obvious, but it's interesting to, that, that it is important. And the Yerushalmi comments, and in the south, they greet mourners. And it seems to be giving validity to that minute. Not necessarily that in the north they do that, but in the south, they do greet. Now, let's pause, because remember last time we spoke about yesterday um, how the Yerushalmi, when it, when it refers to itself, it talks about itself as the north, because they were in the northern Eretz Yisrael, like the Chorium explained, and in the Durham, they didn't have such um, high esteem for those scholars. Um, but you see there's a balance, because here they're quoting them as a valid halacha. So it's an important ha'ara that you see there was respect there, just they held that they were, um, you know, perhaps bigger in, in, in poskating. Um, the last thing is I want to bring this interesting brisa and talk about a couple of diukim. The Gemara says, Rav Hoshia Ruba Azal Asar. Rav Hoshia the Great went to a certain place, and he saw the mourners on Shabbos. Now, he wasn't from this place, and he greeted them. But he didn't know what to say, because remember, it depends on the minag. He said to them, He basically said, I, I'm sorry, I don't know your custom, whether you greet mourners on Shabbos or not. Um, but peace upon you, according to the minag of my place, where he was saying, I, I'm coming from. We know Chazal tell us that your person shouldn't go against the minag, so that's what he wanted to do, and there's a certain sensitivity that's there. Now, I want to make a couple of comments. First of all, we know the famous line of when in Rome, do like Rome. So you might ask, is that Jewish? So it actually is. It's Medrash Rabbah, and the Medrash says, Azal Lekipta, when you go, which is a city in Rome, when you're in, then, then you have to go, go by Holech um, Benumusa. You follow its rules. And the Ramchal brings this down in many, many places, especially in Das Tunos, um, and he basically says that, that just like we talk about how Hashem is knowing in all um, his, his world, um, like like the Pamalia down here, so there's an element that that, that the the muscle of how royalty runs 
has an impact on how the world runs as well. That's why it's important that a city has to have structure and, um, and has to have laws, etc. But there's a certain parallel that's there. Even Chazal tell us that a person should always take the opportunity to see a royal king because then he'll understand, he'll get a physical manifestation of the uh, great exaltedness that, that, will, that will be seen in the time of Mashiach. So you see that there's an importance of, of looking at what's going on in the world. Um, the Ramchal takes it a lot deeper, etc., as you can imagine, um, that it, it, it talks about how the Haga uh, of, of Olam Haza works as well, um, but it's beyond the scope of this conversation. But the point is, that's what happens. So if Yossi, Rabbi Chalafta, Mishabach, Dury Meir, Kumit Siporai. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Chalafta, praised her mayor um, and said, Adam Gadol, Adam Kadosh, Adam Snua, he's a great man, a holy man, and a modest person. So you see that he was really, really happy that he did that. Then, um, later on, what happened? Another time happened. Chadzman, I'll just read, I'll just go through the English part. Basically, our mayor saw the people on Shabbos and he greeted them. So then, um, the people in Sipori protested to Rabbi Yosef and Chalafta, and they said, "This is the man that you praised him." So um, he said, what, "What are you complaining about?" Well, yeah, I, I praised him. So they said to him, he he saw mourners on Shabbos and he greeted them. So they said, so Rabbi Yosef answered, um, "Look how great he is. He's right." He's trying to teach you there's no avails in Shabbos. As it says, the blessing of Hashem enriches. That's the bracha of Shabbos. And there shouldn't be depression, sadness. That's avails. Like it says in the Pasuk, the king is saddened over his son that died. Atsev, you see, refers to avails. So you see that he's giving he's giving respect to Shabbos. So yes, I'm, I, I do, I am complimenting him. So I want to give a couple of R's on this. Very interesting, Yerushalmi. So, um, the Agadah Salio asked a couple of questions, but basically, he brings down a very famous thing that Chazal tells us in the Bavli and Shabbos that the star that is sholied on Shabbos is called Shabsai, which is usually the evil one, um, and um, it, or it has some evil aspects to it. Okay? Ma'adim is um, Edom and Esav, etc. But Shabsai is usually has a negative. It's sholied on Shabbos, and he says that if people would work, then it would be bad for them because it shows bad things that that, that happen. But Birchas Hashem Hita Ashir. The bracha of Hashem, which is Shabbos, makes you rich. That the bittul melacha of Shabbos actually builds you. And again, from a psychological standpoint, taking a break one day is helpful. Like the measure says that Moshe was masakin Shabbos even in Mitzrayim, so that the Jews could rest on Shabbos. And he told Paro, "You'll get more productivity out of us for resting." There's a psychological part, but also throughout the years, Shabbos has kept us and taken care of us. Yosef um, ima obviously uh, means that that's referring to Avelis. So the Maral's brother of Chaim Loi. So he wrote a sefer called Sefer Chaim, and in it he brings a remez, which is not the pashup shot, but he also brings down that Shabsai is uh, something that causes bad bad thoughts. So he says that that's the shot in the um, in the zemer that we sing here, Hurim Mutarim. He says on Shabbos that there's a certain not heter that it's allowed, but it's referring to um, the fact that sometimes on Shabbos there's a bigger yetsahar for that, um, and therefore there's there's some amount of understanding that Hashem has that that we're not as culpable. Agav, that's not what it means at all in Pashup Shot. Hirhurim Mutarim refers to hear her about my say um, about things on Shabbos. You're just not allowed Dibor is Asr. That's what it's referring to. But according to his Pshat, that Hirhurim Armutar on Shabbos, you see that the next stanza is Lushade Chabanos, but a person should get married because that will help, which we know Chazal tell us the younger person marries, the better he's protected. But anyway, that's the Pshat with Shabsai, that it has this um, evil part, so to speak, on Shabbos. So what's the Pshat here? So in, in Hilchus Avelis, whether a person says Shabbos Yimilitzok, etc., or um, Shabbos Yimilonachim, but the point is that what does Shabbos remind us? Shabbos reminds us that Hashem runs the world. That's the Makam Yonachim, that's the ultimate 
comfort is that how could a person ever give comfort when somebody passed away? It's a it's a tragic thing, and, and we miss that person that passed away. But it's a perspective that Birchus Hashem Hitashir recognized that the Rebbe Shalom runs the world, and that recognition that Shabbos brings is is the Menuchas Hanavish of life to recognize that. I don't understand it, and it's not what I wanted, and I wanted this person to live longer, and I'm in pain. And yes, we could still mourn them, but it's that rec- ultimate recognition of the ultimate Shabbos, that Hashem knows what He's doing, and Hashem runs the world. That's the ultimate way of giving an achama to a person. In, in the, of course, the Abel has to understand that, but that's, that's a shot in, in stopping. If you look at Ritzay, That's the whole purpose of Shabbos, that it should be a time where we connect to Hashem and we recognize, my life isn't the way I want it to be. This person is missing. This challenge is here. But nonetheless, I still connect to you and I recognize that you gave me my life and I will live uh, the greatest life that I can live based on the way that you decide and you understand what is best for me. And that's the ultimate acceptance of Shabbos and the ultimate nichum avelum, so to speak, and nichum for anything that a person is struggling with in life. We should all be zochet to live like that.